Welcome to Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue, where the boys talk about hunting, fishing and cooking. Now to your host, Lawson White. Uh, it's, it's, it's easier than to do. It's very easy. Hello all, we're going live again. Today I've got Bowie uh, from Bows, Boars and Barrows on YouTube. So another, another YouTuber. Um, if people don't know Bo, he's up in uh, far north Queensland. I'm not going to tell you exactly where Bo is. Um, so Bo is a probably, I think he'd probably be one of the most hunted, not hunted, with the most hunter-hunter. You're always out there from what I see. Uh, you yeah. continue. You, you, I don't know anyone who hunts as much as you. Um, you're out there pretty much every weekend. Every time I see a turn on Facebook, you're on there. So, um, you know, yeah. credit to you. I don't know how you do it. I'll, um, yeah, a lot of people be in bed. But what what's... um. We'll start off with what made you, what makes you go hunting all the time, mate? What's the go there? How to, how did you get such a, a passion for it? How did you just want to go hunting? And because um, last year you put out fifty-two videos for the year on your YouTube channel, yeah, is that correct? I'm trying. I'm not. I haven't actually looked to be honest, but oh, I usually put out one a week. So yeah, one fresh one every week. So I sort of got to catch pigs every week to be able to make a video every week but um yeah what makes you go hunting so much but it, um, you made a bit of a promise to, i think you from memory i saw a post oh would have been last year you made a bit of a promise to yourself where you kind of you know you said something on your youtube channel i'm going to try and film every week and well you did it from what i could see and um, yeah you, know, yeah, you, you had some ups and downs and some um Near-death near experiences. Um, if it happened to me, what, well, we'll talk about it in a minute, but what happened, you know, I'm surprised, you, for one, you're still here. Um, it's a pretty big hole in your leg. Um, well, I'll press play on a little video I've made and we can have a look at um, some of the hogs that you've made, or some of the hogs you've got over the last 12 months. Yeah. So where'd you no, get him? Where... That's just a rainforest pig, mate? It is a rainforest pig. So um, the block goes up so far, and this is actually, well, uh, you'll probably show pictures of it later, I'm guessing, but I'm hunting yeah. out of a boat. So the block the block goes both sides of the, um, well, I guess it's like a pool and a river where it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the block sort of finishes, and where it finishes there's like a little bit of rainforest and then this tiny little creek, which doesn't look like much, and um goes up and yeah it's yeah no, I guess. is there I'm, crops there mate um well there look it's not impossible for there to be a crop there's definitely crops in the main river yeah but um where it is the photo is deceiving so where it is you can see pretty well in the that's sandy there pretty well in the, um in the water it's oh, freezing, right. freezing cold so yeah we were we is were that, a bit cautious, but yeah. Is that the same pig? Yeah, it's the same pig, yeah. Look at the hooks on him. Yeah, decent hooks, eh? It's amazing Especially. what um it's amazing what a camera angle can do. I I've been lectured a few time on my few times on my uh my photos, because I'm not the greatest at photos, I will admit. But um yeah, like that's oh man, that's from that picture there to that, that's a looks like a whole different pig, like Ooh, the hooks on him, it's massive. That's good stuff. So, tell us, tell, I'll, I won't keep that graphic image on for too long. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, well, do you want to get into that now? We'll talk a bit about that later. It's, um, oh, you won't. I'll let you call it. All right. Well, um, so the end of the it was the end of last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So, only just recently, um, yeah, you, you had a, a, a close call. Um, People who don't know, I've had a little bit of experience in the medical field, and um, there's a big artery not too far from there. Um, yeah. So you're very lucky there, mate. What um what happened there? I for people who haven't said, I will put in the um in the details down the bottom Bo's uh, YouTube channel, so you can go watch it after. I'm not going to play it of mine because of copyright issues, but um. Go check out uh, Bo's Balls and Barrows after this, and you can actually watch. Not you don't watch what happens, but you get pretty close to the details. But you get a bit of, of, 
Bill happened, Mike? What was the guy there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. In a PG version. Yeah, well, I'm sort of one of them blokes that'll try anything once. So, yeah, I decided I wanted to get a pig of the boar spear. And before everybody goes, oh, yes, inhumane, blah, blah, blah. It's, I mean, it's just exactly the same as a knife. So, or, or bow hunting for that for that matter. You put the, you know, you lacerate the heart and the pig bleeds out in a few seconds sort of thing. So, yeah, anyway. It's anyway, I was determined. It's probably even quicker. Than yeah, yeah, it is pretty massive. But um, I was determined I was going to get a pig with the with the um, spear, and I've been out on a few a few hunts, and still packed me up on this. A few <laughs> hunts, and just the right the right moment hadn't come up, and I can be pretty impatient. So um, they bailed up what was probably the most, or the dogs had bailed up this morning. Was probably the most aggro pig that we'd caught in. Well, probably months <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'd, I'd come to the conclusion that wherever we got next I was gonna get it so anyway that was it I was determined and um the dogs the dogs bowed up a few times but it sort of broke not far just you know a few meters it's pretty open sort of Cape Yorkie kind of country where we were so I was, I was say, how, how far away are you from town uh or what do you call town how big a okay, town well, okay the nearest the nearest Civilized hospital. Hospital, about four hours. Okay, all right. So, yeah, a long way away. <laughs> yeah, fair way. That was a medical center, but I don't know if I'd call that a poor hospital. No, no, no. You, you, you want to be, you want to be proper safe. You know. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, no, I um snuck in on this pig that bailed up against a tree, and there was a couple of logs sort of in oh just behind the tree, but I'd sort of crept in thinking I was pretty awesome and these logs here I could stand up on top of them and get you know a bit of a bit of height advantage and um anyway it turns out logs were pretty rotten so um I was already in there so I thought oh well anyway I'll give it a crack and he turned and he'd sort of with my hand but he turned and sort of seen me I could see his eye out of the corner of my eye like he'd, he'd spotted me and I thought oh, well it's now or never either way he's gonna have a crack and so I gave him what for and um yeah just in the sheer moment sort of stumbled a bit backwards and that was it. I was going backwards and he was going forward straight towards me and um, yeah, I sort of stepped out of the way and um, it just, it didn't really even feel like like you'd imagine it would feel. It felt like I'd been sort of, like he'd just brushed past me and um, yeah, I went, holy shit sort of thing and as soon as I went to take a step because it had severed the inside of your, you got the four quads on your leg, the inside <laughs> one was completely severed in half, like not attached at all. So when I went to run, I could feel something was very not right. And, um, yeah, a couple of steps and oh, the dog sort of had pulled him up and I, I dropped on the ground. And, um, yeah, it was it was bleeding a lot. So um, you don't actually see it in a video. That's one thing. Like um, people say, oh, yeah, you know, you're right, right, you're lucky you didn't bleed so much and all the rest of it. But it was it was bleeding pretty full on I can tell you um <laughs> both hands, one hand on each side of the each side of the um cut sort of thing trying to hold it closed and it was just sort of that's the toss there it was just um yeah glugging out between my fingers about 10 mil from the bone and um yeah there would have been oh, a couple of liters probably of blood that came out that quickly mm -hmm. sort of thing and, was he um, an old pick was he an old pick though in all honesty, I didn't get a real good look at him up close. Middle, uh, happy medium probably. His tusks weren't overly huge, but um, I've actually got him here. But um, Stu dropped him off. Talk about good time. And Stu dropped him off this afternoon on his way back from up north. So he had him sitting up there. But I don't know if you can see him. Where is it? And I'll put you on yeah, full screen. They're, they're decent. They're not huge, but they're decent. And they're sort of still at, at the maximum... Um, Maximum length that you're going to still have a, oh, they're going to still have a lot of, I don't know what the word is, sharpness to them sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty much razor sharp. And, yeah. yeah, so I was on the ground. Luckily, Stu was there as well. I've always got a um, EPIRB or a PLB on me, so I could have, I mean, I could have possibly set that off. But just the way it was, 
sort of needed two people there because I was holding it shut, trying to stop the bleeding while Stu was digging through the first aid. And yeah, luckily we both carry gauze. Um, yeah. Stu carries really good gauze. So um, Cellox was the brand and it's, yeah, it's like, I think so it's used for the Iranian army or something like that. And I had a couple of different ones that, um, yeah, we Just- managed Sorry. Just quickly to the listeners, if you've got a question for Bo, write a comment and I'll see it and I'll read it out to Bo if you can't see it. So um, if you've got a question, <laughs> type it out in the comments and I'll um, I'll talk to Bo about it. Yeah. Uh, especially, so, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's a pretty wicked <laughs> story. So, serious hold. How, how many views on YouTube has that video got? Oh, I got up to 25,000 in, I don't know, a bit under a week. And then, um, yeah, and then they de- demonetized it and put an age restriction on it. So if you're not actually a YouTube member, you can't watch it. So I put up a PG version, um, which doesn't actually show the show the um, the wound being cleaned in that. So um, yeah. that one's still up, but yeah. So yeah, the first <laughs> one was going pretty well. <laughs> so how, how long? Yeah, it was because I remember seeing that. I was going, man, that's going quick. Um, because I was actually watching it at work and going, oh, man, um, that's gruesome. I actually, I have to admit, I struggled a bit there to, um, I don't mind the old gore, but I did struggle to watch that stuff a bit. That's, probably because yeah. I it's probably because I know you and, you know, like, you you know, it's, yeah, it's a bit different. I don't know. It's just anyway, it was pretty gruesome. So, um, yeah, so yeah, how, how long was the recovery? Now? Sorry? How long um, was the recovery? Oh, wasn't wasn't as long as you'd think. Um, not trying to fit from the wrong way. Not trying to brag or anything, but I keep reasonably fit and healthy. So um, the doctor said that played a huge part in sort of faster recovery, um, especially considering the muscle was torn in half. So I spent a week in hospital. Um, I remember exactly how many stitches. Was that thirty? Jordan Jones just um just said. Uh, can you ask how long it took to heal and did it get affected uh, much being a pig tuss? So you're basically answering that anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. So I spent a week in hospital. They um, they cleaned it at well, one of the local hospitals when I was on Happy Gas. And then um, the next <laughs> day, yeah, that was a bloody trip. And then the next cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, grand, grand stuff. But um, the next day they opened it up under surgery and cleaned it really well and put a sort of a, so it's like a straight cut, but they put like a Z, so a cut in each direction at each end. And yeah. um, so they could really like pull it right open under under surgery and clean it properly. And um, uh, no, not at the time, eh? I couldn't I couldn't walk to go give it a kiss. She gave it to it for me, but And um, yeah, so then I spent a week in hospital and after a week, they just left it open the whole time. After a week, they stitched it up and sent me home with... Um, some more antibiotics. So I was on IV antibiotics the whole week. And um, it was all good for about seven, eight weeks. Um, not a drama. And then just out of the blue, I was at oh, one night, it sort of got a little bit red at the bottom on one of the little Z pieces sort of thing. So on um, the scar sort of goes like sort of, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's got a one way and at the bottom, it's got the other way coming off of it. And then there's a straight line in the middle. And um, the one at the bottom actually got got um red and inflamed one night and the next the next morning i was at work and i was under a little bit of pressure but it didn't seem too bad and um, i think it was because it was an abscess so, and so much scar tissue i couldn't really feel the pressure and i thought i'll be right after work i'll go up to the docks and get some antibiotics and i hopped out of the truck and um i severed the nerves so i was numb underneath it for a bit and then below that i started to feel a bit of a like an oozing wet bit and i looked down and yeah there was a bit of Bit of monkey stuff coming out, so um, just the pressure jumping out of the trucks made it made it leak out. So yeah, I was back to work and got the truck coffin straight up to the hospital. So um, yeah, they put me took me down to Cairns Base and under local anaesthetic because I'd eaten too recently, yeah. I had coffee too recently. They opened it up and um, yeah, what I don't know, I can describe it as like a serrated spoon. They kind of scraped out the wall of the abscess, so it was about an inch deep or so, and um. Scraped it all out and yeah, sewed it back together and left it kind of just open so it would weep. And that was maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago, something like that. Oh, wow. Not that long ago, but yeah, didn't, didn't really 
I didn't have the um, the muscle or anything that time, so yeah, it's pretty quick. All right, I've got another question for you. Lockley Cass, hey, followers of the podcast. Do you reckon the pig would have had a second crack when you fell um, if the dogs weren't there? No. No. It went, it went past. It was still going before the dogs hit it. They hit it on the ass and pulled it up only a couple of metres past me, but yeah. it was it was going. It was on the way out of there sort of thing. It's, yeah. If so, you watch the video, guys, you do see the, the dogs um, right up its cracker and, um, you know, it's pretty full on, um, but you do see the, the you do see the next bit. You know the dogs are, are right there, so I I think you're pretty safe after your incident. So um, yeah, oh, if, man, I, it's if I drop cool. straight on the ground, there's a chance maybe like after the dogs pulled it up a second time. If the dogs weren't there, I probably would have kept on going, but disappeared. Yeah. But if they pulled it up right there. If I dropped straight on the ground, I guess there is a chance it could have turned around and. You know, the one thing that can't get away. So, yeah. going back for me, but no, nah, not really. Eh? Yeah. So, back to um, the 52, oh, about 52 videos a year. Um, how are you, are you hunting the same blocks or are you, are you smashing other blocks or you're going different places, different weeks? Like, because I, I, I was in, up that way, you know, for a couple of months last year and, um, you know, I, my brother, who, you know, you know, uh, was driving along and said, oh, Bo hunts over that way or, you know. Is it for, okay, first question, is it hard to get land where you are and are you hunting different blocks for different days or are you just doing the same block? No, I'm hunting different blocks, definitely. So um, I'll take, for instance, the, was it the video the video I put up last weekend is um a block that's actually out of everything it's a nature it's a conservation mob that's um got in there replant replanting the rainforest there of all things and um the pigs are picking up the trees they're on the plant. But um yeah it's about couldn't tell you exactly maybe July last year when they got on to me and got me down there to get rid of the pigs and in two weeks we wiped out sort of 30, 30 pigs or so just mm-hmm. smashed it. So I'm um, at the time I had a few days off, the mill was breaking down and whatnot. I was actually driving cane trucks and um, smashed the hell out of it. And that's it. I hadn't seen a pig until the oh, last couple of weeks. So I went down there last, not last weekend, the weekend before, and we got two pigs off there. So definitely, you definitely hunt them out up here, that's for sure. So they haven't had scary damage or anything since then. So it's yeah, usually so that- always, always different blocks and that sort of thing. You know? Are they pigs that are coming through, or they've basically made a made a, li- a home there and they're they're bedding down? Are they just pigs traveling through? Or? They do a bit of. They're coming back, if that makes sense. So they're coming there to dig up and whatnot. A few of them are living on site, and then like a few of them are just coming in, you know, at night, early morning, yeah, whenever it might be, sort of thing. Bit of bit of both. That block's got a, a hell of a lot of cover, so. They can definitely bed up there, as you probably yeah. see from the video. It's like head high, long grass for kilometres, yeah. um, surrounded by rainforest. So they sort of got got all the places they'd ever ever want to bed up and whatnot. But up here, hunt them a bit as well. They tend to bed up a bit further away and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever use a drone? Is it, can you use a drone to find them in that situation, or is it just just dogs? Not really there, hey. Like it's it's really long grass. Like I say head height is probably about half of me again, higher than my head, most of the grass. Oh, so you just you can't see anything. Yeah, it's just something blind, just relying on the dogs pretty much. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. And then rainforest, we can't see through rainforest with a drone either. So yeah. it sort of eliminates any any um, ideas of a heli shoot or anything like that as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Dogs and whatnot. They actually had a few people with guns, like a few hunters and um, uh, not vision thermal and that sort of thing there, but they weren't getting too many because it's just it's so thick. So you, know, you get a shot at they occasionally get a shot at one, they get one pig, pigs have got two meters and they're gone in the long grass and that's it. Disappeared. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of gun are you using? Uh, at the moment. Um, the main gun I'm using with my balers is the 3030, but I'm running the Hornady subsonic bullets. So, okay. Um, 
Yeah, they're running at just over a thousand foot per second. So, um, yeah, they're just a lot quieter. Actually, I had one of my old dogs is nearly deaf from probably poor <laughs> judgment from me using too big a guns around her. I'm not 100% as to all the, all the reasoning. She is predominantly white, but she definitely had a lot better hearing in her younger years, and she's about seven or eight now. So, yeah, you use that, and it's 175 grain bullets, I think, and just place your shot. I mean, if they're bailed, you got, you're sort of sneaking in and you've got time and you want to want to make it as humane as possible. And then um, around the cane, I'm using a 2506 most of the time, so a lot bigger gun, but around the cane, you're sort of shooting them on the run and that sort of thing, so you don't always get the perfect the perfect shot placement sort of thing. You know, it's a lot of snap shooting and that sort of thing, so... Yeah, just can place a bullet on the pig, and um, I find it works pretty well. The sort of speed it's going gets a lot of the hydrostatic shock, so um, yeah, that tends to put them down fairly quickly. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I mean, canes, canes are very, very hard thing to hunt, and especially to get consistent numbers in. So I'm running a gun around there. I mean, years dogs, and you catch one pig if you've got good dogs, and you're lucky sometimes. So I mean, you know, you use a gun around there. Dogs get onto a mob, a couple run out if you're in the right place. It's not as easy as it sounds, trust me, but if you're in the right place, um, you can get maybe a couple out of the mob as well and hopefully dogs pull one up. So it just definitely increases the numbers. So, yeah. yeah, that's the reasoning behind using such a big, not really that big, but a fairly big gun around the cane. So. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, they're not going to go, you know, 30, 30 bullets, not going to travel kilometres. It's just, you know, it's going it's to drop. Basically, after that, oh, I think it's 300 meters from what I remember, they start dropping pretty quickly because it's such yeah, a big. Yeah, that's good. So, exactly. so um, yeah, you're, you're hunting a lot. Um, how, how are the dogs go with all the with all the hunting? Are, are you putting young? Because you've, I've, I didn't put them in the little video, but you've got a, quite a few dogs now, and you, you know, you're pushing them through. How um, how the dogs handle all that workload, mate? Uh, Pretty well. I'll try and try and time it quite well. So actually about oh, five minutes before I just got online with you, just before the video started, um, I actually had a call from the cane farmer that I hunt from saying he's seen a couple of pigs, which is good because hasn't been bugger all around the cane this year. But um, generally I try and space it out unless I get a call like that. So like I'll catch a couple on the weekend and I'll try and give them a couple of days to recover. Um, then maybe go for another hunt, say, Wednesday, Thursday, if I've got the time, I'm pretty flat out with trying to edit videos and everything every week as well. Yeah. And then, um, again, on the weekend, usually, uh, at least once, we usually get out twice on the weekend or go on a trip or something like that. So, yeah, sort of try and give them that gap in between, but I'm um, also run them a bit separately. So I've got my older, older bitch, Charlie, that's sort of the, uh, the original dog in the videos and all that sort of thing from a fair while ago and um, young Toby who's the only lugger I got um, so I try and only run them around the cane if I'm like under pressure to catch pigs um, they're not by any means any better than the younger balers digit pepper and minty but uh, it's just to sort of space out that workload so I haven't had that many pigs around the cane this year and last year but the year before it was flat picky and I only had digit Toby and um, Ali at the time, and I was just, I was running them into the ground. I couldn't, I literally, to keep on top of the pigs, I was hunting four days a week catching pigs, and I would have caught well over 100 pigs out of the cane that year. And it was just like the workload was insane on them. And, yeah, yeah, you can see that I was starting to pull up a bit sore and that sort of thing. And, you know, you try and give them time to recover, and, you know, the cane's getting damaged, so you're back in there trying to catch more, and it's like it was really putting pressure on them. So to have a couple of extra dogs just sort of, Gives you that option to kind of give them a bit of a break, or you get a dog that you know, get a dog that pulls up lame in a leg, or has a bit of an injury or something like that, or has to be out for whatever reason it might be. Um, yeah, you sort of always got backup. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, if you see, if you want to ask Bo a question, just write in the comments, and I'll read it out to him. Bo can see the comments anyway. So. Um, what kind of what kind of camera gear? Like I've seen all over the video over the videos, you've got a little bit of a range of cameras. What kind of cameras are you using? Uh, I've got a GoPro. I'll tell you exactly what it is. 
a GoPro nine black. Um, I run that sort of on my hat or head, um, but it's absolutely like if you want to film at night time or when it's half dark, it's absolutely useless. It's like, oh, yeah, you might as well be filming with a potato. But yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I got a uh, what's it called? A, um, a Sony AX33. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's um, I think they're outdated now. Um, I was having dramas with it the other day, but I've had it for about five years or something. I'm making another drama and it cost me about eight hundred dollars at the start. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's not waterproof and that sort of thing as well. So it's definitely not as durable, and you do need a second person to be able to film with it. But um, yeah, it has night vision, so um, you know when it's sort of dark or you're trying to sneak around, sort of thing, you don't want to beam in big head torch on your head or anything going everywhere that's sort of a, a great option and yeah i mean like at night time i had to film solo the other weekend in one of my videos and just like trying to make something of the footage can be pretty pretty hard at night time like it's you can't you can't see a whole lot and i'm running the top of the line i like head torch at the moment so it's it's not like it doesn't have a lot of a lot of light around it's just under top of the line i like gun torch so i'm um, just one of those things i just don't pick up pick up light that well so you sort of need that and um yeah as well as that occasionally i use the old phone so this just goes to show how bad the gopros and that sort of thing are that's what i'm starting to use it's just oh it's actually the i've got the 13 and the camera's actually i've done they've done tests and they're pretty much the same as a gopro 10 on the 13s um so I've probably I've got a trip planned and I, my camera's broken, so I'm just gonna take that and the drone and a couple of GoPros and do the well, best I can. Like the GoPro is great for slow motion as well. I'll give it that. Like you can up the frame rate for something ridiculous. But um, like your phone, same thing in low light. If you go for a, if I go for a hunt, it's fairly waterproof. If I go for a hunt, it's raining and that sort of thing. I take the GoPro and then if I've got someone with me and we're getting close to a bale and then I'll just hand them. And on my phone, and yeah, it, it video. I, 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 just bought, I just bought a gimbal, so it just holds it like that and stays straight. Well, you know, stays equal. And it's like I, I've got, I'm still editing Dan, Dan's, um, Dan Guild's um, video, and I'm going back up to film some more soon. And um, it does everything for you. Um, I've looked into other cameras, and I, I just can't fork out another thousand bucks and I've, i talked to um dan from boring australia and they do they're like you they hunt all the time and dan just said to me he said oh the camera's giving me shits he said i, I they break they got dust in them um yeah it's it's pretty bad the you know like i just i just want a, a, a gopro kind of camera that's waterproof and that can zoom um that's gonna be hard to find but and, you know something that can do night vision as well but uh, yeah. I, I, not to put down action cameras and that sort of thing of all brands, but I just can't believe that you can get a you can you can buy a bloody thousand dollar phone or whatever they are on phone by these days once on a plan. But um, you can buy a phone and it takes it. It can do everything that a phone can do these days, like, like you know. And then you get an action camera that costs I don't know, what's a GoPro costs six, seven, eight hundred dollars in life. And it still can't take low light videos and your phone can. How, how does that work? Like surely someone's realizing that it's such a <laughs> market, you know. I agree. I, I did all my, um, a lot of my filming uh, recently up north with my DSL, the Sony, that one there. And the issue with that is it's got no stabilization. So Pulls a, pulls a great shot, but you hit a bump and it, you know, it's just not good enough for the, for the you know, like you hop in a buggy. Um, I had some great footage of, I filmed two different, my brother got the GoPro on his head and I had the camera and I couldn't use any of it on the camera because there's literally pigs just walking across the road and the camera was just moving and the GoPro was fine. But it was just, I just liked that different angle and, Oh, it just drives me up the wall because that thing costs fifteen hundred bucks, and 
know, it's just not going to do the job. So anyway, it's just it's me having a whinge, but um, one day hopefully the the camera people will sort out something that's decent and you know low light stabilization, waterproof. You know, GoPros are good, but yeah, just, they, we yeah. need we need better. So it is, it is very frustrating, that's for sure. Especially yeah. like you know, the amount of footage that could have come out unbelievable, yeah. and it's just like almost. Well, sometimes it is unusable. Like you'd be surprised the amount of the amount of peaks and stuff that I catch that do not get shown in a video or anything else, just because the footage is that yes yeah. that horrible that you don't even you can't even fathom. But there's a pig there. You can hear barking, and that's about it. Yeah, you can't see it. I um, off topic a little bit. I um, watched Jesse Farr's new, um, what's it called, on New Hunt, the new. No, it's probably not new actually. He did done one with Outfitter, um, Goodhand, Car Goodhand, and um, the thermal imaging um, video where he goes up. Sorry, is that from a drone? Or no? Yeah, he had the drone, and he had the 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 one he's trying to sell a new hunt, and I'm sold. Um, I'll send. I'm going to talk to Jesse when they get some money because that thing was just beautiful drone footage flying across the floodplains, spotting pigs and buffalo from you know hundreds of meters away. Yeah, it's a drone, so it's high up in the air. They're not going to hear it, and then he's got the camera. Um, yeah, it's just awesome footage um so if jesse's watching this um you know well done jesse and to car good hand too because that that episode on you hunt was unreal um you got a fair bit on on you hunt too don't you mate uh yeah i've got a bit on there yeah, yeah. um especially a lot of um when i was putting most of my videos on there i was hunting a lot of cane at the time so that was uh, not last year the year before when the cane was really firing we were just catching people out of the non-stop so I haven't had much cane content since, but um, I haven't had many pigs around the cane as a thing. But um, yeah, I've got, I've got a fair few videos on there. Um, a little bit of Cape York and that sort of thing, um, bits and pieces. But yeah, I know, I know the footage you're talking about. It was absolutely amazing. Eh? And like you can see, I guess at nighttime, you can't understand, or even at daytime for that matter, you can't understand exactly how the dogs are working. Like, obviously, if you see a pig off the buggy or something, the dogs take off and they catch bees, you know that. Yeah. But, Nighttime when they're actually like finding and that sort of thing, and they're working through the grass and how the pigs reacting and all that sort of things, just yeah, pretty incredible footage, eh? Yeah, there's a guy I put a footage up on the weekend. I think Stephen, um, Stephen, I think it's don't quote me, it's maybe named Stephen Shorter. He put a footage up of a 107 kilo boar getting caught with his dogs. Um, yeah. I could be wrong, like, yeah, don't, don't quote me, but. Man, the footage is unbelievable. Um, this boar's sitting out in the in the wheat, or the obviously it's drone uh, thermal imaging, so you can't see it very well. But um, yeah, like the thermal was awesome. You just can't see the you know, what they're hunting in. Obviously, it was wheat or sorghum or whatever. Anyway, you see the um, the dog um, using its nose, drops the nose, follows the scent. Um, the pig knows he's coming after a little while, and he kind of sorts starts to. To move away quietly and then he obviously knows he's busted and um great footage from uh, I, i'm pretty sure his name's steven shorter I, I, yeah someone will message me abusing me later but that's fine um <laughs> yeah but that's it's um, works. yeah yeah I've, uh, yeah you can't put anything up these days without hurting someone's feelings um nah, nah, think, always, uh, someone's always done it better yeah yeah i know the world's just got to harden up a bit i think um you know, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll leave that one alone. Um, so what, what's what's next for you, mate? What yeah, what are you planning? You got any big trips planned away, or you you got much fishing content coming up? Or um, what is next? I've got I've got a few trips that I'd like to do, but it's sort of the bank account and building up holidays so i spent a fair time off work with my legs so that sort of hurt the bank account and yeah it's also hurt my hurt my very little amount of holidays i had built up as well so i'm pretty much nil with both so um yeah yeah, yeah that's about how it works so expensive hobby this one but um yeah i've got i've got a few things i'd like to do i'd also like to do a bit of a 
try and work out. I've talked to a couple of people about it, but maybe a bit of a road trip, maybe not even that long, but I mean, I'm up north of Cairns, but just maybe down the coast or something like that and just stop in and hunt with a few people and maybe just depends talk to people. I know most people seem pretty okay with like one or two that I've talked to. Same yeah. thing, probably get grief on this, but one or two bailers or whatever coming with me and, um, you know, just stopping in and hunting with a few different people and seeing how my dogs work with theirs, how their dogs work, what country they hunt, how it works sort of thing, you know, and just try to catch a couple couple pigs of a couple of different people and see something, something out of the ordinary for me. Um, yeah. Right. And yeah, that sort of thing, really. It is a lot of fun. Um, I, I put a post out the other day to um, to, to go and do some hunt hunting for some deer in the rut. Um, that anyone can help me with that, please let me know. Um, I've got one one little weekend booked, so hopefully we get some deer hunting. I, I'm trying to get into a bit of bow hunting, um, filming it. Um, I'm not going to even try, and I've wrecked my shoulder. Um, so I, I've got to start all over there again. I, I pop my shoulder out on the weekend and she hasn't been right since. So I don't think you'd be pulling up a bubble anytime soon. So um, plus I don't think I've got the patience for it. I'd rather watch people um, rather watch people do it and film it, to be honest. So um, I might get into it later on. I've got a block I can possibly go to up near Gaindaway. So um, I want to try and get a red deer. If not, I'll get a 308 and try and smoke one. I just want some jerky meat, to be honest. So, um, yeah. yeah, anyway, so, um, so are you, are you planning on 52 videos this year or you probably slow it down a bit or? Uh, we'll see how we go. I took a, my first week off in, I don't know how long, um, well, last week, maybe two weeks ago or something like that. The first, first week I hadn't put a video up in, yeah, I don't know, a year or something like that. But, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know, I sort of. I like putting them up, so as long as I'm catching pigs or I've got something to put up, and I'll try and do that. Um, I've also forgot to mention trying to do like um, me and Stu have been trying to plan like something like maybe some overnight missions and that sort of thing. And that we've got a, a couple of blocks and um, a bit of land we've been trying to get on that sort of thing. So um, we can line line something like that up. Um, yeah, try and do like yeah, sort of uh, almost like a survival sort of. More survival sort of videos, so like eating, eating stuff off the land, catch a couple of pigs, possibly go fishing, that sort of thing, you know. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, there's only limited blocks where you can do all of the above things, but um, yeah, something like that, or walk from point A to point B on um, big properties, or that yeah. sort of thing, you know. So, if you got those rainforest pigs in a, in a fishing rod, you know, you, you, you can do that, you know, like those rainforest pigs would be. Pretty safe to eat, and plus, your mate, he's a, he's a, he's a butcher, isn't he? Or old no, butcher? He's not, a, he's not a butcher, but um, yeah, he hunted well, professionally, I guess you'd call it, in um, New Zealand for oh, yeah, well, definitely gonna say the wrong number, but for four years, something like that. So, <laughs> by the game council or whatever, does it over there and getting chopped in, and um, oh, yeah, cool. all different stuff. He had a, had a dog, and they get chopped into the middle of the bush and left there for a couple of sometimes a month or so and wow. catch pigs and keep the tails and that sort of thing and um, catch well, catch a few fish out of the streams and then other times they get chopped in and have to catch um, possums with traps because of course Australian possums are feral over there, um, deer, a uh, bit of everything really, some yeah. goats. Um, so yeah, he's from all that side of things and he's also got a degree in uh, Bachelor of Science, or I don't know, something along those lines, some sort of environmental science degree. And um, yeah, he sort of he knows his stuff and that sort of thing. So he's taught me a fair bit about like what's what not to worry about, what to worry about, and that sort of thing when looking at organs and yeah, all the so yeah, pretty pretty sort of under most things. And um, of course, you can you can catch a disease from uh, um, from like raw raw pig meat, raw blood, all that sort of thing, catching on any sort of open skin or anything like that. But as far as actually cooked meat goes, I don't believe there's any bacteria that can survive with like a thorough cook. So, yeah, yeah you got to be careful, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the temperature there. Once it's over, uh, the bacteria can't grow. Um, 
Yeah. Don't quote me the, of the temperature. I'll um, do, my, do my reading first before I say anything. I'm pretty sure it's 91 or something. So I can't, I'm a butcher by trade and I can't even remember how to, what temperature bacon is. So it'll just, it'll, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, here we go, Bo. <laughs> Sorry, it's just my brother. So, um. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I don't know where. Um, he's not too far away from you, so um, you guys should line something up one day. So, yeah, no, for he, sure. I'll take it. But he's got. He's. he's I, I don't know if you've seen the videos. He's got this young kelpie there. It's doing really, really well. Um, and he's got a pup. Um, he's got a, a bitch pup there as well. She's ah, oh, she's smarter than me. She's just so intelligent. So she, She's, uh, I left, when I left there, she was probably three months old, don't quote me, uh, about three months old. She was a really nice looking little pup. And before I left, they were getting her to sit down and do everything. Um, you know, she was, yeah, very, really, very well trained. Um, yeah, so it'd be good to, good to you guys to meet up. And especially because he needs, he needs bailing dogs too. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, here you go. <laughs> Okay, we'll see how well the buggy gets through the rainforest. <laughs> I think he might be taking you where he goes. It might be a bit easier. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, well, he's swapping around. Yeah, that's why I think that's why that's a big reason why we went to Bales. Um, you know, because we're getting fat and old, so we don't want to run as fast and um, you know less injuries as well. Obviously, um, but yeah, it was, it was a good reason why we. Um, Oh, but I think Connor's, Connor's got one lugger there, um, but he's he's basically, you know, he's going to be weaned out slowly, and those two kelpies will start doing their job. But um, Dad's got the kelpie as well, so um, yeah, I, I, the, Kel the kelpie's actually been quite smart. We've we've gone from the catahoulas to the kelpies, so um, you got a bit of a mixed mixed bunch there, don't you? What what do you got there? Yeah, I got my. Older dogs, they're both whippet crosses, so Toby's fully cut a whippet, but he thinks yeah. he's a pet bull. And um, Harley's fully cut a whippet across Polly. Um, she's about eight years, maybe four or something like that. But I had the young dogs that are going really well now, and um, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but I've found when you take the take the bully out of the out of the balers, even the slightest little bit, it makes a huge difference in how fast they'll stop and peak. So. With back end bite as well, so um, I've got I've got three little bailers. Um, the oldest one's Digit, so she's uh, dad I think was pure pure cattle dog from working lines, and um, the bitch was uh, cattle Tenerfield Terrier Lithgow Collie. So um, it's actually that line's bred as house dogs, but she was a bit of a nuisance and she was chasing the horses and they get kids into a horse rides and that sort of thing at the place and she was yeah nipping kids and that sort of thing so yeah took her and gave her a job and um she's actually it's a long story but she's actually patched me up from another another injury i had when i used to ride motorbikes i fell off doing about 80 click on a gravel road outside a driveway and that's how i met her with gravel rash all over my body and just a pair of jeans <laughs> and a t-shirt so but um yeah, so got got digit off her and she's going great. Gun, she yeah, be about maybe two or three, and she's yeah, unbelievable. Always working out and you know never with you when you're walking and um, find the beautiful that sort of thing. Then I got um, Pepper and Minty. So Pepper's uh, mainly stumpy cattle. Um, got a tiny bit of tiny bit of kelpie in her as well, and yeah. um, tiny bit of normal cattle as well. But from working lines, so parents. Um, used to go out contract mustering for six months of the year. Oh, and, um, yeah, sort of looked looked right into her because a lot of the cattle dogs you get these days look a bit like a bulldog, eh? They're built like a bloody 44-gallon drum with yeah. little, like, stumpy, tiny little legs on them and can't run for nothing. Or they're bred to be a guard dog, which is yeah, sort of the opposite. Like, you want, I want the most social dogs I can get instead of a guard dog. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, looked into the lines and talked to them and they said, yeah, she's really really good at healing and um, that sort of thing, just passing bites through the roof, um, drive like you wouldn't believe. So yeah, got her pepper and she's going really good. Um, got the best stop out of any dog I've ever had, even beats like 
the whippets and that sort of thing by a long way. Um, just, yeah, if she, if she barks and she's on a pig, she pretty much stops a pig. And I've got Minty, which is a catabola from a, from a few different wines in her. But, um, yeah, she's got a she's pretty good on the ground, but her wind nose is unbelievable. So if you got her on the ute, she's, yeah, she's cracker, cracker ute finder. And they're still only about a, well, maybe just under a year and a half, both the younger pups. Um, yeah, that's that's, that's, a, pup, that's a pup cattle dog there, is it? Cattle dog pup there. No, nah, that's digit. That's her fully grown. She's only she weighs in at oh. between ten and twelve kilos, fully grown. Wow, that's awesome. So oh, I'm, you got, that's, you got that's, that's the tenth of Terry. Um, yeah. that's Minty the Catabula. So yeah. yeah, that's one of her one of her first really good ute finds. She went about seven hundred for that pig, and wasn't bad for just over maybe a little bit over a year old. And yeah, pretty stoked with that. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's a good-looking pig. Oh, where you go? Trying to work out this machine. Um, he's a good-looking hog. Yeah, not bad. Eh? He wasn't overly big, maybe 50 kilos, possibly 60. I can't really remember, about 50, I think. But, um, yeah. yeah, black and black and white, yeah, really, really good-looking hog, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Colors. Yeah, I, 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 where are we? I didn't end up doing a, the the video out of the thing because I, I was struggling to get it across. But um, yeah, <laughs> technology just drives me up the wall sometimes. Um, you know, this this live stream is probably the most advanced I'll get. Um, but um, yeah, g'day Casey Robertson, how are you, mate? I haven't um, haven't forgotten you. It's just been a bit busy. I've been away actually, um, back in Brisbane now. So I'll see if I can drive up there and see you one day. So, um yeah but yeah he's definitely definitely so kind of talks to you a fair bit from what he's told me so you guys should go out for a hunt one day go to one, go to his block go to his block with the buggy um when it dries up one day if it ever dries up um, you guys are getting much rain not like you guys now we're having a pretty pretty dry year to be honest i mean i'm in i'm on sort of the just on the inland side of like i guess there's a range before the coast and yeah. um, I've been getting more rain than they have on the coast lately. It's been everything's been coming from inland, and yeah, the coast is pretty dry. Like it's don't get me wrong, like there's moisture in the ground, but it's not like this time of year. It's sort of flooding on and off usually, and that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's dry, eh? it's fine. Like, mm. you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now um, where we are in Brisbane at the moment, it's just it's. The worst. Oh, they're saying it could be 2011, just as bad. But um, you know, I can still manage to get around, which is okay. But um, as long as the weekend it's all clear and the water's away, it should be all good. But um, anyway, I think we should wrap it up. It's been 47 minutes. Um, I'd love to get you back on. Um, I could talk to you all day, especially uh, talk about, about hunting and stuff. But um, thanks for. Oh, here we go. Hang on, got another another message. Let's see what it is. Damn. All right, I'll be up there soon. <laughs> Holy dooly. Yeah. Yeah, cop things. More than about 30 in my life, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my crop pigs. They're, um, yeah, like up at Gundy Way. Um, I don't know exactly where Casey is. I've got a feeling he's northern New South Wales. I could be wrong. No dad or message uh, telling me where he is, but... Um, Maybe in Burrell, yeah. But the, I went. I went out with Jamie O'Toole with um, one of the videos I filmed. The amount of pigs there was ridiculous. Oh yeah, so Jesse's at, uh, so Casey's at Westmar. So um, Westmar's typical melon hole country, and pigs going everywhere. So maybe we can try and line something up with him. That's uh, not real. That's a lot of pigs. Oh, yeah, just just abundance, you know, just. I was surprised that like they know how to run. Um, I've never seen a, I've never seen a pig as fast as the ones at uh, Jamie O'Toole's place. Those things had rocket strapped for their ass. Um, the dogs just were like, "What the fuck's going on here? Can't even keep." Oh, that's what I ended up going to. I got a greyhound in the end, greyhound cross, and she was she was keeping up with them. These things were quick, so um, yeah, I think what's uh, Jamie end up having. Uh, stag crosses and a pity, pity, uh, boy, pity, what are they called? 
Um, and those things can float. So um, if you're like me, fat and slow, and you want to run, that's why I go go the balers and the fast ones. So, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Sometimes they can stop a pee pretty fast if you get a baler with the right ass and bike. Yeah. So, as long as they can keep up. But, yeah. 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 What's this guy? He's just saying, I don't know <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, nah, it's too quick for that's, me. Yeah. That's bloody quick considering the whip it can't even break 60. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Greyhound speeds there. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, the thing is, those things have been um, those things have been chased like all the time. Um, it's ridiculous. So anyway, well, uh, yeah. we'll wrap up. We've been fifty minutes. Um, love you for coming on. Thanks, appreciate it, mate. Um, people oh, yeah. who are listening and watching, I will put uh, Bo's details for his YouTube channel in the links below uh, and the details. I've said that all backwards, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, Bo's link will be in the description uh, for his YouTube channel. Go over and check it out. Um, you've got double the amount of content that I've even got there. It's amazing. Um, so, um, yeah, congratulations, mate, on a good a good year yesterday, uh, last year. Um, you know, even though you nearly didn't make it to the end. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> well done on the yeah, well done on the uh, great year last year, mate. And um, we'll uh, get you back on in a couple of weeks or a couple of months' time. I'll, I'm going to try and do this podcast live stream as regularly as I possibly can. No worries, anytime. Cheers, thanks for that. Eh? All right, mate. And uh, don't forget, guys, subscribe, like, share, uh, and uh, head over to Bo's channel and, and give it a, a thumbs up and a bit of subscribe. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue podcast. If you'd like to advertise through Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue, please email Lawson on Facebook or Instagram or lawson at bsb at gmail.com. If you would like me to come out and film with you for the YouTube channel, uh, also hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. And Thank you very much for listening.